Thanks for joining us for our look at the wineries and history of the Spring Mountain Appalachian. I am joined by Rebecca Peacock of Peacock Family Vineyards. Rebecca, thanks so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having us. First of all, tell us where Peacock Family Vineyards is here on Spring Mountain. Where are you located? So we are at 3100 Spring Mountain um, and about 500 feet beyond the Spring Mountain Vineyard exit. Um, you would take a right on the same driveway as Fantesca, mm-hmm. and we're about 1,000 feet above Fantesca. And you are a second generation, a child of Spring Mountain, as uh, some of the people we've talked to are. Tell us a little bit about the history of the family vineyard. So my parents um, bought the property from the Raymond family uh, back in the early 90s, and they spent quite a bit of time looking for the perfect property um, up in Napa Valley, which is where they wanted to you know, finish out um, their lifetime. And they found this amazing piece of property um, on Spring Mountain. And the smallest parcel at the time um, that they could buy was 50 acres. And they got the first pick. And they chose the location specifically for the view. At the time, it was pretty rough land. uh, But the property did come with six and a half acres of planted Cabernet fruit. So they built the home from scratch. And it's absolutely amazing. Um, and they literally had to cut out a piece off the mountain. And it's mostly precipitous, but the views are insane. And what are the views of specifically from there? We can see all the way down towards Napa. We can actually see Mount Diablo um, on a really clear day, all the way up to um, Mount St. Helena, and all the way across the valley, uh, Hell Mountain, those ranges. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's spectacular. And tell us a little bit, after your parents bought it, a little bit about how the vineyards evolved and how it grew to where it is today. So we're really, really tiny. Um, we do less than 1,000 cases total now. At the time, we only had a Cabernet. Um, we, well, we had the Cabernet fruit, which we sold to Barnett. And we sold to Barnett for two seasons, uh, 97 and 99. 98, we lost the entire vintage to to mold, unfortunately. But um, we did, the wine with Barnett was so amazing. It was Peacock, it was Barnett featuring Peacock Family Vineyard. And the wine was so well regarded that my dad knew that he had some really great fruit and he started bottling in 1999. Mm -hmm. And at the time he was bottling Cabernet, obviously, and what else? Just Cabernet. Just Cabernet. And it's 100% estate grown and 100% Cabernet, no blending. And that we still, that's, are still our baby and still what we do. In 2007, he added on a Pinot Noir. Um, he has spent a lot of times in the various wine regions around the world, um, Burgundy being one of his favorites. And so he and my winemaker, Craig Becker, um, decided to make a Pinot that was more reflective of the, the wines of Burgundy as opposed to a California Pinot. Um, so my winemaker found fruit at Martinelli Ranch and their, the first vintage of that was 2007. Um, and that's also been really well received. And tell us a little about your evolution into the family business. So uh, I, my background's in fashion. Uh, I owned a clothing store for 15 years prior to um, coming up to, to help out. And my father purchased the property, not necessarily intending to get into the wine industry. Um, he found out that he had amazing fruit and decided to bottle and made a beautiful product with my winemaker. The label's beautiful. Um, the wine is great. 
the location is great, but he didn't really have the time to commit to it in the sense, I think he viewed it more as a hobby um, and something that was really, really fun to have his name on a bottle and, you know, have the grapefruit and the great wine. Um, so he decided he wanted to bring me in to, to help out. And in that I ran my own business for 15 years, um, I had a different perspective um, looking at it and trying to create more of an infrastructure and a business plan and a business model um, than just selling wine to friends and such. But um, he brought me in over, almost six years ago now. And talk about the transition from being outside of the valley in another business, in the retail business, to coming into the wine business and taking over the winery. It's been incredible. It's been really, really fun and stimulating and challenging. Um, working with family always has its complications. Um, our vineyard is a vineyard. Uh, we're not a winery. So when I work with them, I'm, I, I'm working in their home. Mm -hmm. So that has had its challenge, challenges navigating that. Um, but for the most part, and, and at first my dad's a little, he's more old school in his business approach. Uh, so some of my newer ideas uh, around technology and social media and having to invest a little money into certain things to get it, you know, to get everything run correctly, um, there was some opposition. Um, in addition, my dad didn't necessarily want me to share with my competitors. But we're not competitors, we're all neighbors, and we're a community, and we're friends, and we're our best referral sources. So that was a, some, we had to iron through that. Um, but um, I, I, I love the industry. Um, I kind of felt like when I first took over, I was diving into the deep end of a pool and, and just trying to tread water to figure out where my priorities laid. Um, but once I've figured those things out, it has just been really awesome. And when you look at the industry today and your colleagues here on Spring Mountain, what do you think is the most old school thing about the business that, that sort of still hangs in there that maybe could change to be more modern but doesn't? Well, the farming aspect, but I hope it doesn't change to be modern. I mean, I think that's what makes Napa Valley so special is, is the farming mentality. But I also feel like the farming mentality is part of the reason we all work together so much and, and we're so collaborative. And talk a little bit about your plans for the future of the winery, the vineyards, I should say. So when I took over, um, we got a new point of sale system, a new fulfillment uh, center, a new warehouse, um, and started a membership. And um, but, but after all those things were put in place, I really wanted to bring in some new varietals. So we brought in a Sauvignon Blanc starting in 2015. Um, we purchased the grapes from Hyde Vineyard down in Napa. And we currently have a rosé in the tank, a rosé of Pinot Noir. So we're super excited about that. Mm -hmm. And where can people find your wines? Where can they buy them? How best to do that? Oh, they have to contact me. We have very, very little distribution. Uh, we do have a pretty tight membership, um, so re really it's reaching out to me via email, phone call. Mm -hmm. And are visitors allowed up there to see that amazing view? Friends are allowed. Friends are allowed. It's but... very, we're very, very exclusive, and we're not open to the public. Mm -hmm. Even by appointment. Right. What is the thing you like best about the business now, now that you've been in it for a while? There's a lot, but I have to say the community in general. Um, 
everybody wants to work together and um we've met some amazing people and some amazing friends and we just continue to the longer we're in the valley the more people we meet and um we're just really enjoying that rebecca peacock i thank you so much for sharing some of the story of peacock family vineyards my pleasure